and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. So let me ask you a question. How do you start your day? Are you a open your eyes, jump out of bed, feet on the floor and go kind of person? Or do you kind of lie there contemplating whether you should get up, whether you shouldn't, thinking about what the plans are for the day? Is there a question that you ask yourself when you first wake up? For me, my first question that goes through my mind is, what day is this? And for those of you who are still working full time, you probably have a pretty good idea and don't need to ask yourself that. But for me, some days are just like the other. Every day is like the other. And maybe for those of you who are working from home even now during these times and your children are at school, it's it's you maybe you're asking yourself that. But I ask myself, OK, what day is this? And then I run through my head what I have planned for the day. And sometimes my schedule is pretty full and pretty tight. Like yesterday, for instance, I had a pretty full schedule, things that I had set aside to do. I had a Zoom meeting in the morning that I wanted to attend. It uh, is one that I attend Wednesday mornings and quite enjoy the interaction of very many women. And uh, I find it very educational as well as entertaining. And then I had a, an important meeting booked for the afternoon, again, on Zoom, as I'm sure all of you are doing uh, right now, doing the Zoom meetings. And in between those two, I needed to go and actually, I didn't need to. I had made an appointment to go and get my snow tires changed and my summer tires put on. Well, that was the plan. And at six o'clock, when I kind of roused from my sleep, that's what I had anticipated. So the first things first, of course, like most people, I need to wake up and have that first cup of coffee. And that kind of sets the tone for the day. And I realize, OK, you know, just get into it slowly because I can. Now, I kind of know, well, I kind of knew that um, from the night before that my Internet was not working. But sometimes that just corrects itself. So I turn on my computer and lo and behold, Still no internet. And I'm thinking, that's pretty bad when I have two meetings to attend. And so what do I do? I do what everybody else does. I check out, you know, what, what might be the problem. I run downstairs and check out the modem. And sure enough, the, the red light's flashing off and on and off and on. And I thought, well, that can't be good. Usually I have a row of blue lights. So nothing left to do but to call my service provider and tell them that I have no internet and see if they can run through some diagnostic tests. Well, in some cases, it's a matter of being able to flip a switch from their main office. Well, wish that that were the case yesterday, but alas, that was not the case. And just to let you know, and, and of course I had to let them know that for two days previous, the fellow who lives in the basement of this house, um, his apartment, he had Bell come and do some service work with him. And we had our wires crossed once before. So would it not be logical to think that maybe something had gone awry, that all of a sudden I have nothing and we had service that he had service the day before? Long story short, 
made the appointment. Of course, by this time, I've been on a service provider's hold for what seems like a long time. And we all know what it's like being on hold these days. Everybody's busy. Everybody's calling. And it's an infinitesimal amount of time that we are on hold. What do you do when you're on hold? Do you just wait in case you, you miss somebody coming back on the line? Are you able to put on speakerphone and just occupy yourself in the meantime? I have a, a, an almost awkward situation in that the modem is downstairs, but my computer is upstairs because I hadn't taken it downstairs, which I could have done if I thought about it. And so I'm listening to the music they play, which is never, of course, to my liking. I, I like something a little bit uh, more modern, but, you know, can't please everybody. And so I'm sitting there and I'm waiting and it seems like forever. And I have to book a time then. The technician has to come to the house. Well, the problem therein is what time? Well, they give you morning or afternoon. Can't be more specific. Well, by this time, we're well into the morning. I've lost the opportunity to be on that first morning Zoom call. So I, I say, okay, well, I guess it's going to have to be the afternoon. And fortunately, I mean, the good news is they could come same day. In some cases, that's not so. But yesterday it was. Okay, well, they're going to come in the afternoon. That meant, okay, I guess I don't go and get my tires changed. Not critical, not absolutely necessary. It had to be done that day. But was I going to be able to make the really important afternoon session on Zoom? Well, as it turns out, no, I couldn't. I waited and waited and waited. And of course, I'm so connected to doing what I do on internet that there's not a lot I can do. Not a lot that maybe I want to do might be a better way of saying that. Most of what I do is internet-based, doing my social media, posting videos, checking up on my website. You know the drill. You probably do a lot of that yourself too. So when there's no internet, trying to do business was a little complicated. And yes, I'd already done all my taxes and I was waiting, uh, being self-employed, I didn't necessarily need to hit the April 30th deadline, but, you know, I, I did get it all done and I was waiting. And so what was I going to do? Well, I found other things to keep myself busy. And that had to do with getting ready for my trip. So checked out the sewing machine. Was it still working? I hadn't used it in a long time. So am, am I able to make the cushion covers for my van? Am I going to be able to sew up the curtains? And of course, the answer to that was yes. So I did find some things that I was able to get prepared for. And in the meantime, I'm waiting for the technician. And of course, when he comes, he is mid-afternoon. So does he have time to finish what he needs to do so I can meet the four o'clock Zoom call? It depends. Partly he needs to look in the house and check out what's going wrong in the house. Then he has to go outside and check the wiring outside. And then because of the location where I live, he had to go to the main junction box, which is a couple of kilometers away, which has given me a lot of grief because it really 
determines what kind of internet service I have, not nearly what I was used to before I moved here. I got a little spoiled. You know, when you have a really good thing and then you have a not so good thing? Yeah, that's what my internet's been like. Well, by the time he got it all sorted out, that the problem was in the wiring downstairs, um, I was late and could not make the four o'clock Zoom call. But I did find out when he went downstairs that the previous technician from the day before, who was working on the other tenant's um, internet, had disconnected ours. Not intentionally, I am sure. It was probably very easy to do to add this wire, add that wire. Actually, I was downstairs and I saw that there, there are a lot of wires there. So I could see how that would happen. So I missed, I missed that four o'clock Zoom call, which really saddened me because I should have been on the road. I should have been heading on my way to BC. I was supposed to leave on Monday, but as we know, that never happened. So my day was really not working out at all the way I thought it would. And furthermore, I needed to do my podcast yesterday. By the time I got to that, it was beyond me. It was just something I felt I just couldn't put together. My head was not in the right space. And even right now, you might think, well, you should have waited because you're still rambling. But my point really is about disappointments through the day things that we need to deal with that don't go our way. I know some people that are so well-planned, almost to a fault, if you will. Their day is pretty tight. And their opinion is, or their, their viewpoint on it, is that everything really matters. Yesterday mattered to me. I, I, won't, I won't say it didn't. But in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't worth my getting myself all worked up into a frenzy and raising my blood pressure and getting all stressed out. It, it was what it was. And just like a lot of things that are going on today, they are what they are. I can't leave until the lockdown is done. How am I handling that? I'm not really sure. I'm disappointed. But there's nothing I can do about it. So there's no point getting bent. I just keep going about my day. People don't want to make plans. I had uh, the hopes of doing speaking engagements, a book signing tour. People don't want to agree to anything right now because why set a date? We have no idea what's going on. So I just decided that I'm going to accept what is and do what I can with what I can. So if I can't get out of Ontario, well, I'm just going to spend some time this summer. I'm going to hit the road and I'm going to travel Ontario. You know, there are some Facebook groups. I love social media for this reason. These groups share all kinds of information if you ask. Some of the ones I've joined are about RV living, minivan living. You might be surprised, as I was, to find out how many people, Canada and U.S., that are living in their cars intentionally. Sure, you can see an, a possibility where some people are in a, a homeless situation and circumstances have not done well for them. 
But that's not what I'm talking about. There are all kinds of women who are choosing to live in their vans or their cars, their vehicles, whatever they have, they've outfitted it and they've gone traveling. And some of them are picking up odd jobs from place to place so they can finance their nomadic lifestyle. And it's amazing what you learn from them just by asking, where should I go? I mean, most people don't want to find out from somebody where to go. But I find that when you ask that question, people have all kinds of experiences to share and they're willing. The sites that I'm on, if I say I'm going to be in this area, what do you suggest as being a main uh, attraction? I'm not one that's going to get all caught up in all the, the hot tourist spots. Mainly, I'm interested in the landscape, the scenery, the, the activities to go biking, to go kayaking, to actually be part of what's going on in, in the true nature, more so than um, shopping. I'm not a shopper, never have been a shopper. In fact, my husband used to tell his friends that um, I was his near perfect wife. Because when the Blue Jays were playing, I wouldn't leave the house. And I didn't like to shop. And he said, if I drank beer, I'd be perfect. So we always got a real laugh out of that. So I'm not your typical person looking for the, the biggest, baddest mall around. Nor am I looking for the night spots and stuff like that. My main plan is to be looking for interacting with regular folks in regular places, in, in, in enjoying the, the landscape and, and the travel and the beauty. Canada is so beautiful. That's my plan. That's what I wanted to do. But like yesterday, the plan hasn't really come about the way I wanted. So what am I going to do about it? I'm going to do the best I can with what I have. And first and foremost, I think I have to realize that a lot of what people get stressed about, and in fact, I would have gotten stressed about a lot of it earlier, um, doesn't matter that much. Life goes on. What happened yesterday, the meetings that I couldn't attend? One of them, I would say that maybe I wasn't missed because I was a, a, a small part of a large number of people. A small, I was a small person, a small entity. Um, the other one I think I would be missed because it was a small group and it was a business meeting, but it wasn't the end of the world. So at some point you kind of say, well, I guess that's it. I can't do it and uh, accept it and make amends. So what did I do? I sent my regrets to everybody. I explained why I wasn't able to join them and asked uh, if there was a recording of the meeting, I'd love to see that. And so I could catch up for next one and also tell them I would be interested in anticipating the, uh, the minutes. I had a choice. I could have become pretty perturbed and I could have been pretty annoyed with the technicians that came. But what would that serve? The technician that came for me to fix my problem isn't the one who actually inadvertently, accidentally created the problem. So there's no point losing my cool with anybody. So as I started out thinking, talking about um, how my day started yesterday morning and waking up and saying, okay, it's Wednesday, then I've got to do this, 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 and this. 
And I got none of that done. Missed out on everything. And that's okay. Because the sun came up today, my internet's back on. I'm doing a podcast, it's a day late. And really, really, does it really matter? I don't think so. I would love, maybe I wouldn't. I have to think about that. Perhaps it would be nice if I had a large number of people that were texting me and asking me if I was okay and saying, we missed you. Maybe that would be kind of cool. But in the grand scheme of things, this podcast being a day late really doesn't matter. And I'm good with that. In fact, I have chosen to be good with lots of things. So I will continue to wake up in the morning and wonder, what day is this? What am I doing? What are my expectations? What have I planned? So I've rescheduled changing my tires for next week. And hopefully that day will will be fine because I would hate to have to call up this uh, uh, automotive fellow and say, uh, I can't come again because might start sound like excuses. But I would just go ahead and plan for next week that I will be able to make plans to go and get my tires changed. And from last week to this week, it's not going to make one iota of difference. So what do you do in that case? Things don't work out the way you'd planned. You're probably seeing a lot of that these days, probably dealing with a lot of it. Are you handling it as well as you thought you would? I'm hearing from some of the clients that I have that they handled it better in the beginning, but now it's just getting tiresome and harder. And that's true. The longer it goes, the harder it is. And we get tired. We're human. But you know what? This too will come to pass. If you look back on your lifetime, you have met hard times before you've had your back up against the wall and you've gotten through it so just like yesterday was just one day and in the grand scheme of things and you know we pushed through it and here we are today starting off again this too will pass and we will have new approaches to things new perspectives and maybe new ways of of doing things because hopefully we might take the opportunity to learn some things There was a time when I would have had a hard time not being stressed out and angry that I couldn't do what I wanted to do. That's true. I used to be like that. Not so much anymore because nothing ever got fixed faster because I got annoyed about it. You can't rush things that are out of your control. So we must go with it. We must roll with it. We can do what we can do. Speak up when we need to speak up. Take action when we need to take action. I'm not saying just sit back and take everything, but do what you can with what you got. And then wait, tomorrow's another day. So on that note, it's all about living the life we're meant to live. One day at a time but looking and seeing when they all add up together, is it a life that has been full and rich doing the things that we really wanted to do? Are you living the life that you meant to live? Again, 
This is Mary McCartney saying, don't die before you're dead and dare to live the life that you are meant to live. Till next time.